Welcome to Manufacturing on the Hop, your regular roundup of all things UK manufacturing. Hello and welcome to Manufacturing on the Hop. I'm Alex Bell from EEF and in this latest podcast, I'm joined by EEF Chief Economist Lee Hopley to discuss the findings of the latest Manufacturing Outlook Survey produced in partnership with BDO. First of all, let's hear from Tom Lawton, the National Head of Manufacturing at BDO. Tom, what do you make of the Q4 report? It's the fourth quarter, I think, on the bounce this year where it's been very optimistic in terms of the quarter and very optimistic in terms of the look forward for the next three months. And I keep, I have to be honest, I keep sort of expecting to see a little sign of that uncertainty that's around Brexit especially now it's in the news almost constantly, uh, but it doesn't seem to be coming through. And I think particularly in the last, the last set of results, I think what was noticeable was that continued growth in export um, sales, which, which I think is, is, is pretty terrific, actually, in the, in the circumstances. And the future that we have for ourselves as an economy is, is obviously got to be based on a wider base of exports than perhaps we even currently have. So getting straight into it, Lee, last quarter we discussed how manufacturers appeared to be shaking off some of the political uncertainty and we were seeing some growth. So is this still the case this quarter? It, it is, absolutely. Um, I think 2017 appears to have been a good year for manufacturing, according to our Manufacturing Outlook survey, and it's definitely ended uh, the year on a strong note. So three months ago, uh, we were talking about um, multi-year high balances on output, on some of the orders indicators, how this was feeding through to an improvement in employment and recruitment across the sector. And actually, a lot of that is held up um, in the most recent survey. So we're still looking at multi-year high balances mm. uh, on output across the sector. And the expectations are that there's a bit of momentum that will uh, take those positive results into the first quarter of next year. Great. I mean, digging a bit deeper into this then, are there some subsectors doing particularly well? I think there's one area of demand that is doing well, and that is international markets. Uh, so we've got really strong numbers coming through on the export side. We continue to see companies saying that they're seeing good signs of demand coming from European markets in particular, um, but also uh, emerging markets in the US seem to be doing quite well um, also. So we think that is translating into a strong performance from export intensive sectors. So particularly industries like mechanical equipment and electronics stand out in that respect. Um, they are capital intensive sectors, essentially. So if the rest of the world is doing well and is investing, then those are the kinds of industries that you would expect to um, to see positive readouts from. I think it's also worth giving a mention to some of the more diversified sectors that we have within manufacturing. So those that are selling into construction, a bit into the consumer market um, and a bit into overseas. So they're sort of seeing a kind of balanced portfolio of, of demand from their various customer bases. Um, so highlighting metal products, for instance, and chemicals in that respect that um, also have pretty strong responses coming through this quarter. So Lee, with all this positive news that we've been reporting really throughout this year, are we seeing any big movement then in terms of manufacturers' investment intentions? Uh, we are actually this quarter. So I think we noted it last quarter that we'd seen a bit of a pickup in companies' appetite to invest. And that's actually strengthened further in the past three months. So the investment intentions balance is now at a three-year high. I think we're still looking at a bit of a gap between uh, the balances that we're seeing on our output and orders indicators in terms of the strength 
and the level of, of investment. And I think, again, we have to attribute that to some Brexit-related uncertainty. Kind of flip back a couple of months to uh, some research that EEF did on investment plans across the sector. There were a sizable chunk of companies saying that they were investing in order to meet current um, demand from their customers, but probably were waiting for some more clarity around the Brexit negotiations before they'd look at kind of bigger scale expansion plans. So while we've got an improvement on the investment side, still kind of cautious in interpreting that as a big upswing coming uh, down the track next year. Crossing back over to Tom Lawton from BDO. Tom, we're talking about these investment environments. What kind of environment needs to be created by the government for this investment potential to be reached? I think one of the things that we've been consistently calling for for, for a number of years, and despite recent comments and industrial policies and industrial strategies and talk about all sorts of things, I still think that we, I would like to see a really strong, clear industrial policy or strategy developed that had the intention of travelling past the end of the next parliament. And, and I think one of the problems that we're seeing at the moment, always when politicians talk about industrial strategy, industrial policy, it's for them, what they think it is for the term of their period in office. And it would just be nice to start to see develop an industrial framework that had the chance, at least, of spanning across Parliament. And people just understood that manufacturing was still a really, really important part of the UK economy. And that for manufacturing to be successful within that framework, the strategy has to think a bit longer term. Lee, back to you now. Um, regular listeners to this podcast will know that there's there's always a but when it comes to the Outlook survey. So what is it this quarter? Every silver lining has a cloud. And I think this time it is actually, it's around the UK Outlook. Uh, and again, uh, I mean, this, this isn't coming out of nowhere. Uh, we've seen, um, when it comes to confidence about our members' own businesses, um, that's kind of been on the increase over the course of this year not so their confidence about the UK outlook over the next 12 months. And I think that's also being reflected in the fact that the balance on domestic demand has been rather more subdued than some of the other indicators uh, and definitely came in a fair bit weaker than companies had been predicting three months ago. That domestic demand uh, component is going to be one to watch going into next year. So looking ahead then to our economic forecast for 2018, we're going to move over then to our economist, Martin Jenkins. Martin, what's on the cards? Uh, well, the UK economy has remained on a, if not impressive, solid footing this year. So GDP came in at 0.4% in Q3, uh, slightly up from Q2. And we expect the, con- the economy as a whole to expand by 1.5% this year. Um, so while this is welcome growth, especially considering the uncertain economic outlook, um, still a relative subdued performance, especially considering our international counterparts who are thriving on a global economy upswing. And next year we expect the economy to slow further again, penciling an expansion of 1.3%. Um, and the narrative behind our forecasts are broadly the same as last time. So the story of hard-pressed consumers on the back of rising inflation and a weak wage growth is set to be the case still. And we expect to be less prominent next year as inflation pulls back and, fingers crossed, wages start picking up. Uh, meanwhile, net trade is expected to contribute positively to growth next year as well. Um, the only noticeable change comes from our business investment forecasts, which we now expect to contribute slightly to growth next year. Um, this shift is a recognition that businesses, while not particularly optimistic about the future, have a better idea about the future path of the UK economy. And this is illustrated in the convergence in the GDP forecast as well. 
Businesses are therefore more inclined to make some more investments on the back of this as well as the improved demand outlook. Um, that said, given that, as Mark Kai said the other week, that the global economy is close to firing on all cylinders, this is weaker than one would expect. And we don't expect it to make a massive contribution, especially as we go through 2018 and the closer we get to the EU deadline for leaving. Mm -hmm. So manufacturing is on course for a very strong year this year. Um, following an exceptional Q3, which expanded by 1.1%, and this should lead to an overall growth of 2.1% this year, which would be the strongest growth since 2014. However, like the whole economy, there are risks on the horizon for the sector. The much-documented dy dynamic of rising inflation and weak wage growth continues to impact on consumer-facing sectors, expected to be less prominent next year. Um, meanwhile, construction sectors struggling amidst Brexit-induced uncertainty and rising costs, with commercial office building in particular struggling. So this is set to hit on a number of manufacturing uh, sectors in the supply chain. And also uncertainty, the closer we get to leaving the EU, is also likely to ramp up and pull back our number of investment uh, making decisions. Um, so overall we're forecasting growth to slow from 2.1% in 2017 to 1.4% in 2018, which is still growth, which is not always the case in the manufacturing sector. Great, thanks Martin. Any final words then, Lee, before we end? Uh, I think 2017 has been a, it's been a strong year for um, manufacturing, not just in the UK, but globally. Um, I mean, there's lots of reasons why we might expect this to persist into next year, uh, continuing recovery in our key European markets. Mm -hmm. We're seeing an improvement in commodity markets as well, which is helping some emerging markets and is also feeding through into uh, demand for uh, some key commodity related uh, segments um, of UK manufacturing. Uh, you know, there's, there are some big risks. We can't get away from uh, you know, some of the uncertainty that um, domestic politics are likely to pose. Um, but I think I share the confidence that we see amongst some of our businesses that, uh, you know, companies are you know, in charge of their own fortunes and every reason why we should be confident that we continue to see growth over the next 12 months. You've been listening to Manufacturing on the Hop EEF's regular roundup of all things UK manufacturing. The latest Outlook report can be found on our website, www.eef.org.uk. We're also always keen to hear your thoughts. So, Lee, how can our listeners get in touch? A uh, number of ways you can contact us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at EEF underscore economists. Uh, we're on LinkedIn or drop us an email, research at eef.org.uk. You've been listening to Manufacturing on the Hop, your regular roundup of all things UK manufacturing.